I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. This is Beth Bowen. You're listening to Rebel Radio with Gorilla One. Fuck you, Josh. What's up? This is Rebel Radio. What up? What up? This is DJ Newmark. This is Tina Butterwolf. It's your boy. It's okay. Keep checking out Rebel Radio. Rebel Radio. This is Rebel Radio. We're in the place right here. Uh-huh. Rebel Radio is going down. Would you say Rebel Radio? Oh, wait. Let's do it again. What's up, Rebels? Welcome back to Rebel Radio, the weekly show where I bring you the rebels who are shaping our culture. I'm your host, Josh Levine. This week, I bring you another episode in our Artwork Rebels series in partnership with Gorilla One and my man, Eddie Donaldson. We talk to artists at the top of the game and on the way up in street art, graffiti, uh, all type of visual arts. And this week, I got a good one for you. This week, we're talking to Beth Bowen. She's an artist new on the scene, but moving up quickly. Uh, even in her first couple years as an artist, she's already had work shown at the Louvre, the Cannes Film Festival, a uh, growing list of, of galleries, and um, the best is yet to come for her. You can tell she's making things happen. Beth is a masterclass in having no fear, just going for it, and leading with gratitude. She's got some great stories, great lessons. It's a really fun conversation, and I think you're going to enjoy it. Let's get into it with Beth Bowen. Beth, I'm super excited to talk to you. So excited. It's uh, to talk to you guys. It's always a, we've we've known each other socially, and That's I right. think I knew you as a friend before I even knew you were an artist. So, and now I've learned all this extra stuff, and now you're working with one of our uh, best friends and collaborators and amazing person. Longtime friends, yeah. Absolutely. She was asking on the way up in the elevator, how 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 do you know Josh? I was like, how don't I know Josh? <laughs> We've worked together for almost 30 years, off and on. Yeah, we met. I, I was still in college when we met, and Eddie, Eddie had a streetwear store, a graffiti store, and I was just some doofus running around. Right. And uh, right. trying to be in all the cool spots, and then Eddie would be at all of them. Yeah. Yep. And that's how it happens. That is. So we know each other through Talinda Bennington. Yes. Um, and had some fun meals and uh, trip to Austin. I know, Formula, Formula One. One. 
That was epic. Yeah, and I think that's where, um, so I just thought you were a nice person and then, and then started learning about all the art and now it sounds like it's really taking off. So super excited to, to talk about it. Um, so I, yeah, I want to talk about all the stuff you guys are doing together and, and all that, but uh, you didn't start out an artist. This is new no. for you, am I right? Yeah, I found art by accident. So what, were you, what, was, what was going on before that? We'll, we'll get to all the art and stuff, but take before, me on the journey. Before uh, television, lots okay. of uh, commercials, print work, uh, going out for legitimate casting roles, but always got called back for reality. Okay. So <laughs> as much as I saw myself as a future Meryl Streep, the big brother wanted me in their house. Or <laughs> so, okay. um, but I ended up uh, agreeing to join to a cast on Bravo. There mm -hmm. goes the motherhood. Mm -hmm. And um, it basically showcased moms like housewives with kids. Um, unfortunately, uh, we only had one season and went through a breakup. The show got canceled. <laughs> I really didn't know. I was like approaching uh, late 30s at the time and I didn't really know what I was going to do. And I started watching YouTube tutorials on painting and okay. saw this really cool fluid pour. I was like, that's rad. I wanted to learn how to do that. So I taught myself how to paint. And so wait, let me, let me stop you there. So, yeah. Um, so you're just on YouTube, like one day, just like, I, I think I want to learn how to paint. Yeah. Okay. Literally self-taught okay. watching YouTube tutorials and the executive producer of the show that I was on circled back and said, Hey Beth, what are you up to? So, you know what? I don't know. I kind of hit a crossroads and I'm like, but she's like, well, what, what makes you happy? I said, painting. I just mm. learned how to paint and I'm watching these YouTube tutorials and she's like, paint me something. And cool. so. I did. She said her producing partner, dad passed at 909, do something with those numbers and send it to me by the end of the week. And I was just kind of nervous. I was like, I really respect her and she has that real masculine energy. And I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I yeah. So I, I made something quick, shipped it off and she called me. I totally forgot about the piece like a week and a half later. And she's like, I don't know what you just did, but He's in tears and loves it. You need wow. to do this. And she's like, I'm going to help you. We're going to book galleries. We're going to, I'm going to help you sell your art. I mean, none of that happened, but it was her initial belief sure. in me that like, you know, I am going to do this. So I just started painting a bunch of pieces and I saw that a friend of mine's uh, band was performing uh, October 6th and it was like six weeks away um, at the Mint. So mm -hmm. I booked a place in Hollywood so they would kind of, he's already advertising, you know, I'm going to capitalize on his audience. He's a friend of mine and say, Hey guys, before your show swing by substrate gallery and check out my art. And so I had this huge crowd come through like awesome. almost 500 people yes. between oh, wow. all of my network of friends yeah. and the band's network, huge success and sold half the pieces. The, wow. The gallery, the curator was like, I don't know who you are, but this is amazing. Great job. Yeah, great, job. <laughs> great job. He's like, I want to help you. Great yeah. first time. Yeah. And from there, that um, he had a show with Gabriel Fine Arts of London okay. uh, two weeks later. I know a month later, but two weeks later, he called me to let me know um, that they picked my Mermaid Lagoon piece as a wild card spot, whatever, in the show. And my piece sold that night. And then they ended up taking 
uh, Mead to Art Basel. Wow. And it just kind of took off from there. Amazing. Reboot your credit card with Apple Card. Apple Card is the credit card created by Apple. It gives you unlimited cash back every day on every purchase, up to 3%. And you can use that cash right away. No waiting and waiting for rewards. Just daily cash that you can use right away on anything. Apply now in the Wallet app on iPhone and start using it right away. Subject to credit approval. Daily cash is available via an Apple Cash card or as a statement credit. See Apple Card customer agreement for terms and conditions. Apple Cash Card is issued by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. So, okay, let's recap that because yeah. like there's a lot of amazing stuff that just happened in 90 seconds. Um, <laughs> so, like, you were going to be a dramatic actress mm -hmm. and that didn't work out. Right. And then you found your way into reality TV. By mistake, too. Yeah. By mistake. <laughs> and then that sort of worked out. Yeah. Right. Uh, maybe not the launch pad that you were hoping it would be. Right. But then that took you to something else. So, so tell me about your internal process each time the road shifts. Like you, I would guess from just this and from the little that I know you, like you're really good at just shifting gears on the fly. Yes. Yeah, How that's... Do do that? that's I think it's my personality trait. I don't know. Okay. Maybe it's the Gemini in me. I don't know. Okay. I just, I, Interesting. no, I'm just saying, I, no, I, I love, I absolutely love this. I really do feel like this is my life calling, but I never in a million years would have guessed it. Yeah. Because um, I think we know a lot of people, certainly artists who are, you know, incredibly focused on their vision and probably way right. too rigid. And, and when, when things aren't working out for them, they're like, well, that's everyone else's fault. This is what I do, yeah. and I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. And sometimes that works out for them in the long run, and a lot of times it doesn't. How many people do we know that just yeah, can't stuck get out with of the, can't something get out of the that rut. isn't working for yeah. too long? Right. Or, what or, I love about art is every time I'm working on a piece, it's something I'm passionate about. Yeah. With acting, you take on roles that you don't really believe in the character, or you sure. just doesn't feel authentic. Mm -hmm. And I like that it's something new every day. It's not it's not the same. It's, I don't feel like I get stuck in a rut. I feel like it's exciting and it keeps me motivated and excited about it. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I went into this with zero expectations mm -hmm. and then, which I didn't finish my story, but I ended up getting picked up by a gallery in Austria that submitted through, through them. I submitted to Art Monaco, the Louvre and the Cannes Film Festival. And I got into all three. Wow. And so one year from the day I started art, I was flying to Paris to be in the, the, the Louvre show for Modern Art Masters. Oh my God. So random. And so yeah. I was like, I would have never said I would do something like that. I just submitted. What are they going to say? Mm -hmm. No. I got called back. Um, I got this really long, nice email from a curator of Art Tokyo. We're like, we ended up picking a, a sculpture for best in show, but you are our, our choice for the your life, your canvas um, for abstract art. And I was like, wow. wow. And she was like, went on and on and Beth and blah, blah, blah. And you kept using my name. So it wasn't like a cut and paste. It was really yeah. like a, a yeah, personal authentic, email. Authentic interaction. And it was just so nice. And she's like, followed up, like, what are you up to? What are you doing? And it's just, it just feels like this is what I was supposed to have been doing this whole time. I just sure. didn't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm blown away by that. And I was blown away when you first told me 
the like nobody is smart enough to apply to be in the loop. <laughs> yeah, right? pretty much. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Like, she's motivated. Yeah. And she's fearless. Okay. So she, we were talking last week. She's like, I'm just going to submit to some things. And we get, she got like two, three things after just like a casual conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think ego plays a role in a lot of it. Maybe it's not brains, but it's ego. It plays a role in people not wanting to apply to these things because sure. they don't want to be rejected. Because then that'll, you know, put a stagger in their step or make them feel a little depleted uh, on their ambition. So how, how do we learn that? I mean, is, that is one of the, thing, the great things about acting, right? Is that you get rejected constantly. Right. So it teaches you how to deal with that, hopefully. Yes. It doesn't break you. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I don't know if that's part of it, but like where, where does that come from to just see an opportunity and not, not be held back from going after it? I think overcoming adversity. After my mom died, I was like, all right, that's it. My biggest mm -hmm. cheerleader is gone. I have mm -hmm. nothing to lose. Yeah. You know, so for me, it was like, I, what is fear? Fear is something that we sabotage ourselves with. Mm -hmm. So I just put fear in the back seat and move forward. Just, I, I, I just, I don't fear people. I don't fear rejection. Okay. You know, a hundred may not like it, but hundred and first person may, you know, whatever. Yeah, no it's doubt. like, you never know. It's just. So do you, does it, does it just not come up for you or does, or do you get afraid and then have a way of, of moving past that? Um, I think the fear element is exciting. Mm. Like something new, like, yeah. like doing a mural. That's freaking rad. Like yeah. that's exciting to me. Um, I just want to do it. I want to do it. I just. It's a desire. Yeah. Sounds like it's a desire. Yeah. I love it. And will. Right. Yeah. And then so and then. What's the. The flip side of that right is is so when you get into the Louvre or Cannes Film Festival or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like what's that energy. Uh, it's exhilarating. It's, I have no business, but maybe I do. Like, I don't know. Sure. Like, like, does it confirm? <laughs> yeah, that, that this okay. is like, I, I, it's not my friends mm -hmm. that are accepting me. Mm -hmm. It's someone totally random on the, uh, you know, across the world. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, it's just like, it's validating for sure. It's, uh, it confirms that this is something I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. That's how I take it. Mm -hmm. And then having our celebrities buy my art or things like that. It's not, these aren't gifts to them. They right. chose to buy it. Like sure. they like my stuff. It's to me, it's, it's confirmation. Yeah. Tell me about you. So you, you got on YouTube and, and obviously the great thing about YouTube is everything, anything you want to learn or know is there. Yeah. How do you think you landed on the, the particular style of painting that like what, what attracted that to you? Oh, it was so random. It was this guy looked like a, <laughs> a high school PE teacher and he was talking to a couple of kids like, hey, and he had Elmer's glue out and he had Floetrol and he had little Dixie cups and it just seemed so simple. Uh -huh. And I like the simplicity of how he mixed this concoction together 
and it kept the acrylic paint in its integrity and it didn't blend. It was really rad and they added the, um, the oil, the silicone, like the treadmill oil to it. And I just thought it was so cool. These cells would pop up and I'm like, I could do that. Mm -hmm. I could totally do that. So I went to Home Depot, Michaels and bought a bunch of stuff, tried it out. It looked rad. I'm like, all right, here we go. Let's start. And I started with spray paint and newspaper and just putting stuff together, which I thought just looked really cool. And how did how did you evolve from the pouring to the the new technique that I? Oh, so on the way back, uh, the the fine art uh, series that I created was called it's called Your Life, Your Canvas. Mm -hmm. And so when I was on the plane coming back from Paris. I was literally looking out the window. I was like, what am I doing next? And how did I get here? It's like, how do you start from like TV, commercials, full-time mom, to now I'm doing art. Mm -hmm. Like, what I loved about the concept in my head, it was like, it's starting over. It's like, I would scrape paintings that I wasn't into. I'm like, okay, that looks like crap now. And I would just start over. I'm like, why don't I create a series of starting over? And I like the fact, it's like, kind of giving ourselves permission to do whatever the hell we want. After my mom died, it's like, guess what? We only have one life right. and tomorrow's not promised. So do it now. Sure. So just do it now. Like be happy now, live in gratitude and see how things go. Like that has been kind of my mantra. So yeah. that's how I created that. I love it. Um, talk about kids. So you have four kids. Yes. You're, that's a real, that's a real mom. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, you know, I, I have one, uh, so we're just pretending. Um, but, you know, I know that, that Christy and all of her friends go through, you know, different emotions about careers and, and uh, you know, their responsibilities to their kids and how much they live their own lives. And, mm -hmm. and I, I, those are not, that, that can be complicated. Definitely. So how is your relationship to your kids and your your role as a mom changed as your careers started growing? I think I'm more mindful of a schedule yeah. and becoming, I guess, my own manager boss as far as I would set up the day into like quadrants, like eight hours to sleep, first eight hours, um, drop off, complete a couple paintings, uh, pick up, the kids, then go to the sports activities, return phone calls, maybe hit the gym if possible. And it's just starting all over. I just, I have to create my own, um, I, I guess, uh, what's the, what am I looking for? Um, deadlines. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I have to be really good at micromanaging. <laughs> so that's what I'm I do. Sure. Sure do your kids, do your kids uh, love your art? Love it. They yeah, do. they think it's really cool. Do they ever participate? Uh, yeah, my youngest, she will paint next to me. Yeah. But yeah. I make sure, she's like, oh, help me with this. I go, no, 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 this is your work. So yeah. if I touch it, then it becomes my work. Right. So I let them create. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I that's think we cool. need to do a mother-daughter or mother Paint. Yeah. Child. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think it's great. And I also, you know, whenever it comes up for Christy, like, I'm, my attitude is always that 
your kid needs to see you living your life and accomplishing your goals and Definitely. being fully who you are, Definitely. not just the one that's there to pick them up from the games and make them dinner and like right. all that right. stuff. You know, whatever you do for them, that's great and important right. too. But you're also modeling a life. Yeah, totally. For young humans who don't role model, who don't know how to live yet. Right, 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 right. And so right. you know, I I think I, I would imagine that part of the gift that you're giving them is is for them to see that you can do this. Definitely, definitely. Work, hard work pays off. Sure. Yeah. And to stick with it. Yeah. I mean. Not to go off topic, but my daughter wanted to switch classes and she didn't like her teacher. And I said, you're, there's, you're, there's gonna be so many times you're not gonna like your boss yeah. or a manager. You can't just quit. Mm -hmm. You can't just put on a resume like every other month, like you switch jobs, like it's not okay. Right. So, but yeah, I think stay with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Reboot your credit card with Apple Card. Apple Card is the credit card created by Apple. It gives you unlimited cash back every day on every purchase, up to 3%. And you can use that cash right away. No waiting and waiting for rewards. Just daily cash that you can use right away on anything. Apply now in the Wallet app on iPhone and start using it right away. Subject to credit approval, daily cash is available via an Apple Cash card or as a statement credit. See Apple Card customer agreement for terms and conditions. Apple Cash Card is issued by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. So, um, you're, you're very different than a lot of the artists that we usually talk to, which are typically graffiti and, and street art. Um, and uh, so I'm curious about how you guys are working together and what... Um, you know, what is the, the buyers and the, the folks that you know that may have expected one type of thing from you? And well, for me, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a breath of fresh air, right? Because, you know, her, her attitude is just so different. Sure. You know, and I'm not dissing all the other people that we've talked to. We love them we all. Know, <laughs> but, you know, it's a bunch of hard ankles and attitudes and egos attached to what we, where we come from right. by nature of the game and, 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 and the sport of graffiti and street art. It's uh, it's very competitive mm -hmm. from the essence of it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and her attitude is just so much better, and, and and so chill, you know. And the confidence level is there without the experience or the notoriety. And I think that's a lot of gas for an engine, you know. It it's a lot of power, yeah. it's a lot of power in that. Um, and if you think about it, like you know, working with Retina, there's a lot of similarities, and I'm not comparing the two, but like Retina has that kind of crossover appeal. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people that would probably like his work that would respect her work as well mm -hmm. because it, it, it could fit anywhere in your house and it could fit in any house. Yeah. And it could make your house look better regardless of what type of house it is. You know, um, so I'm excited. And Do I think it's gonna open a lot of new doors for, for my business as well because sure. it's a different conversation. I imagine, yeah. Yeah. Um, most artists you've worked with have been men. Yes. Do you see a difference in how people respond to Beth or her art? Of course. You know, like we were at the art show the other day and I was like, I hope we sell this piece. I go, if you stand here all night, it's going to sell. Just <laughs> don't move. Right go, when just, he left, it sold. I go, just stand here and just, just like this, like, you know, picture perfect. Right. And then I, so I guess I left and maybe I'm the, I, sh I should right. leave early always. But no, no, no. 
You know, yeah, there's definitely a difference. And I mean, and there's a difference in my approach too, you know, because it's with Beth, it's not just the art, it's the human as well. Sure. You know? And it's like, you know, like Laura, for instance, from Artists for Trauma, I can't say enough good things about her energy. And Laura's a very good person that, that, can, that can, you know, can see the energy in, in human beings. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you come in with that energy, I believe that in artists' work, they put their energy and their DNA into that work, and that lives in your home or your house and in your environment. So if they meet her and she's bright and bubbly and exciting and happy, they take the piece home, they're going to look at it and get that same sense of, of energy when they look at it. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and intrinsically, it's going to be coming off the painting and living in the painting. So, yeah, it's different. It's a lot different. No, I agree, and I think also that, you know, now we have all this access to people through social media that we, you know, if you like an artist, you can go look back not only at their art, but you can learn about who they are as people, and that as becomes humans, part yeah. of your experience when you're staring at it on the wall, that you have all those memories and, and emotions attached to it. Yeah, yeah, and we're working on social media because mm-hmm. she comes from a different, you know, she's a was a TV star and has all these other things, so it's like figuring out that algorithm mm-hmm. for her to kind of tell her story. We're, you know, we're, we're working on that. Those are some plans we have. That's why we're here today, so that she can have the opportunity to explain who she is and everybody mm-hmm. can kind of really get a, a look into her head versus just into her hands and her brush. Sure. What happens, tell me those probably rare days when you're, when you're not bubbly and optimistic. Yeah. And, um, what do you do? What do I do? I usually paint. Okay. Yeah. It's very therapeutic for me. It's yeah. where I feel like I'm the most present. Mm. Um, yeah, it's definitely a form of therapy. Um, I mean, I can tell you in the short time that we've been working together, I, I haven't, I haven't, fa- I haven't caught her in that moment where she's not in that mode. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's it's not an act. I think mm-hmm. it's just a consistent presence that she holds. Sure. And I think going back to the com- the com- the question about like how it's the two worlds are going to integrate. We have plans to, to collaborate with some people, okay. know, which we had talked about yesterday. I think, you know, bringing that, that energy and this energy together, you know, that like street, grimy, graffiti, gritty emotion to yeah. this emotion mm-hmm. could really create some magic. Sounds really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, cause, and I think, you know, people tend to collaborate with people that are a lot like them. It's just natural, maybe. Of right? course. Um, and I think that's some ways a lot less interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there'll be a ton of people. You get her and Retina in the room together, that's a hell of a, co- a, hell of a collaboration, right? Yeah. Um, how do you know when a piece is done? I feel it. I feel it. I don't even question it. I'm like, it's done. It feels balanced. Okay. I see balance on the canvas. I can tell you when it's not. I'm like, no, this isn't done. I mean, I can, I, I just feel it. Mm. Feel it in my bones. I'm like, yep, that's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us about the paintbrush. So, I mean, for those of you that don't know, she does a, she has a series and she your puts a paintbrush. Canvas, yeah. Yeah, she, she actually glues a paintbrush to the, to the piece. Mm-hmm. It's quite interesting. Yeah, so the paintbrush symbolizes the new beginnings and starting over. Uh, I paint it red for good luck. Um, white's usually for clean slate. And, uh, but I can, I 
we'll tweak and alternate different colors too as what's coming down. Sometimes it's gold, sometimes it's like a bright color or whatever. Um, I like just the image of what the paintbrush stands for. It's almost like turning a key, starting over. Um, it's just the symbolism. I like to include the brush on the piece. Nice, and yeah. speaking of uh, colors, she's working on a new piece for the Pow Her Show that we're doing. Yes. For International Women's Month. Okay. Tell it's us. Pinks and purples, and it's a really vibrant gold coming down. Um, yeah, it's female power. It's encouragement, strength. And uh, I'm really motivated also to hopefully open doors for other females, you know, as I'm trying to pave a way, that way mm -hmm. for myself because, mm -hmm. I mean, just the numbers, I don't know if you're familiar, but um, I have done research about women in art yeah. Yeah. and we're only represented by 13% wow. globally. So that's yeah. museums and galleries. It's mm -hmm. still a male dominated sure. world. And uh, even in my art history class that I, I remember just like learning about, it was just always old white men. Sure. So I'm trying to change that. When it's the, the irony is like us women, like we paint our faces, like we, we are artists <laughs> through and yeah. through. Like this is what we do. That. I mean, sure. we I, are. I've never thought about that. <laughs> you know, it's like we're artists. That's, that's what yeah. we do. Some of you take really ugly and make it look pretty. <laughs> Some of you take pretty and make it prettier <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's the truth but where I you mean, are come on artists. you know you've seen girls and you see them out and they look great and then you wake up or you <laughs> catch them on a <laughs> shot with the kids and they're not looking quite so good anyway um, <laughs> I mean yeah I mean it's not I didn't know those were the numbers but it's no yeah. surprise that it would be such a male-dominated profession yeah. hundreds of years old and you know come from a very patriarchal yeah, well, if you think about it, a lot of people. a lot of industries are male dominated just because men worked and women stayed home. Now sure. that we're going through a social social change here, a lot of women are starting to work and some men are staying home. Mm -hmm. And I think it's exciting to see this new day period, regardless of art or whatever it is, where women are finally able to have a chance to to compete and and ex and, and live in the environment and and, and thrive. And I think, you know, to her point, Beth is a, is a really great example of that, you know, can, coming back from such a tough time and finding a, soft, a sweet spot for yourself and having no fear yeah. and no, <laughs> nothing to hold you back, mm -hmm. even though you have four kids and right. you have lost your mom, you're still like, yeah. nothing's holding me back. This is what I'm going to do. This is my dream and it's going to happen. I'm going to make it my reality. Exactly. Yeah. So um, how does that... You know, we talked about kind of just going after these things. Um, and I'm sure there's still a, a lot more to go after. But also, I think, you know, careers start to build momentum and sort of take on a course of their own. Take, right? Um, do you think at all about that? About, like, is there a point where you sort of, like, let things happen versus going and making things happen? I think it's a combination of both. I mean, I'm really putting my trust in Eddie and he, his experience and uh, <laughs> I, I am, I, 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 I trust him. I, I feel that he's not gonna lead me in the wrong direction. I mm -hmm. think we both 
win and benefit from success the choices, and the choices. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm just trusting the process. I don't, I don't know. I mean, if it's a snowball effect and everything collaborate together, fantastic. Let's see mm -hmm. where it goes. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, on, on that note, the one interesting thing is like, you know, you work with someone like Retina and it's in, all incoming and it's just easy, right? And I'm, sure. It's not easy, but, <laughs> right. but it's, it's incoming yeah. and it's, it's nice. Then you work with someone new and they're expecting you to change their life overnight. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing about Beth is like we sit down and we have our conversations and we, we talk about what we're going to do and she's got equally as many ideas as I do. And that's refreshing because she has a vision of where she wants to go and how to get there versus yeah. like trying to get in the backseat of my car and have me drive her there. Sure. So I think that's a combination for success. You know, I'm going to open the doors that I have, but then she's going to open the doors that she wants. And mm -hmm. then there's just going to be nothing but open doors. You know? No, I think that's great. And it's interesting uh, to me. What sticks out is the, you know, at the beginning, it's all you, right? It's all you're pushing everything uphill. Mm -hmm. and um, some doors open more easily than you expect and others don't and whatever, right? And then at a certain point, knowing what to say no to becomes more and more important. We, we were just <laughs> talking about that right. with the NFT space. Sure, right? And, and you, you know, any, anybody successful reaches a point where there's just more opportunity than you can take advantage of. Some things are going to be a waste of time Mm -hmm. and, and distract you from doing the most important things. Other things are, there's potential downside. Um, and so that, that dynamic, I think, starts to shift. And it's, it's, we're feeling it already. I mean, we, yeah. we, we're a month old and it's like already there's opportunities coming and we have to evaluate those things. Sure. But the one thing I like is a fresh take on those evaluations. Mm -hmm. you know, you're looking at somebody who's been in the business for 30 years. Right. I'm quick to cut, cut the conversation short because suspect, mm -hmm. you know, but Beth, she has her vision or her feeling or her faith and she understands it a little differently than I do and is willing to gamble some. We have to make those decisions. I think the NFT space is so, so tumultuous or I, I don't know the right word, sure. but it, it's a little risky, you know, and for me, for my clients, we're taking every precaution to make sure we make the right choices in that space. Yeah, I mean, what I see from the outside is some people are making a lot of money, way more than anybody was expecting. Um, there's a lot of junk out there that's not doing anything. At all. I mean, I think it's 1% of the people on OpenSea or less than 1% of the people on OpenSea are actually even selling, much sure. less making a real profit. Right. Which is kind of like, it, you know, everything. Spotify yeah. is the same and... Yeah, of course. You know, whatever, right? Like, um, I mean, one thing I would like to ask you, Josh, you know, coming from that commercial marketing world. Sure. Does Beth have something you think that could could be offered to some of these corporate companies? Like to brands? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, my experience, brands want two things. They want, uh, you know, big famous household names that they can pay a lot of money to and it makes everything easy for them. Mm -hmm. um, and then they want creative people who have good ideas, who are great to work with, mm. who show up on time and don't make them feel like they're just a checkbook. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, everything we've been talking about that 
the energy and the, the um, attitude that you bring is infectious. Mm -hmm. And, you know, brand people, as a rule, they're not that creative. I'm not putting anybody down, right? But that's, they're not creative in the way that, they're not, they're not going to make something out of nothing. Right? Their job is to manage risk and manage budgets and create a sort of predictable, safe outcome. Mm -hmm. And so they get really excited when they get to work with somebody who comes at the life from a different perspective. Yeah. So I think there's probably a ton of opportunity there. I mean, um, another thing I'm excited about, too, is like, you know, which I'm, I'm whimsical, right? Like, I'm a dreamer. But can you imagine a five-story building just with those lines coming down? Oh, yeah. And you can see, like, just look out the window. Imagine that building just had those lines. Like, yeah. that would. Very cool. It, it's clear, it's concise, it For has sure. emotion, it has movement, tech, it has everything. So you see that from, you know, from here, five story building, you're like, wow, you're going to remember that. You're going to want to know what that is and why it's there. Mm -hmm. Versus, and there's nothing wrong with, like, a beautiful girl or, like, a character or, but it's just, sure. like, so, so, you know, specific that you're going to remember that a little more than the rest of it. Yeah, and I think those opportunities are out there. I'm, you know, every time I drive down uh, Melrose, there's people standing in front of that fucking pink wall. It's so ridiculous, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna get her in the fame yard. And like, yeah, at right? Some point. But it's that's never true. empty. Of course it's not. It's just hot pink and nothing else, and it's worldwide. I mean, I, you know, people know that that's world famous. Yeah. Yep. So you know, but what you do on a on a wall like that and. And that's way more interesting. Yes, it is definitely more interesting. I think uh, we're going to get her in the fame yard at some point, but I want the Melrose facing wall and not to stuff her inside. Sure. I um, mean, right now, Colette has wings there, so it's kind of a staple piece for us over there. Mm -hmm. um, but we want to get her in there for sure. So what, um, what do you have your sights on next? Doing a mural. Okay. Uh, branching out to opportunities. I mean, it's, it's not specific to one certain thing. It's just to open to opportunity. Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we talked about process a little bit, but I think, you know, do you, do you, leave, do you leave energy and emotion in your work? Of course, always. So you paint with intention. So would you say when you're, do you paint better when you're happy or when you're sad? Um, That's an interesting question. I haven't really been sad for a while. Great, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, that. I yeah, love my life. Great. I mean, I don't know. I just that's good. Sure. Yeah, that's good. I mean, a lot of people work. You know, me personally, I I used to say I work better when I'm stressed and. I work, you know, I, I just I think I, that's a story we tell ourselves. Yeah, well, I mean, you're I mean, right. you're not alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to think that I work better under stress. So I was sure. just wondering, like, you know, when I'm happy, sometimes I get distracted. You know, when I'm yeah. stressed or upset, I'm focused. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's your favorite artist, living or dead? Ooh. You? <laughs> no, is that is that's a Kanye West answer. <laughs> Me. Um, Nothing wrong with that. I'm actually surprising myself, so I, I'm gonna give put some uh, kudos to me right now. Cause what, what? 
What influences do you find that you're aware of as you're painting? Ah, it's... I guess all life experience is my influence. Uh, everything I've experienced, it's not from other artists. A lot of people get in, uh, inspired by other artists. I, I, I don't. I haven't yet. I haven't put the paintbrush to the canvas thinking of someone else's work. Sure. If you could paint, if you could do art for an album cover for oh, any wow. artist, who would you do? Oh my God. I mean, Luke Combs, of course. Okay. Um, Oh God, there's so many. I have. I, I love Brothers Osborne. Uh, um, of course, on, on the flag, I can't think. Um, I don't. Any and all, country music makes me happy. Okay. Yeah. Like Zach Brown Band. I love Zach Brown Band. There you go. I was thinking so like. So Deffer painted a guitar that uh, Zach Brown. That he has. Nice. Oh, of course. Just made me think maybe we should do a guitar. Let's do it. Lightning round. I love it. Let's go. Yeah, let's do a lightning round. All right. What's your favorite city to travel to? Uh, New York City. Usually we ask. Are, are you talking about like in the U.S.? In anywhere. In anywhere. Oh, Jesus. Um, I love. London, Paris, Tokyo. I've been to 42 countries. Nice. Yeah, Jesus. I love to travel. Me too. Um, uh, God, I, I mean, I, I've had incredible experiences everywhere. I can't really pick one. What's somewhere you liked that, or you liked a lot more than you expected to? Oh, gosh. Um, uh, Taipei. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I went to know. Taiwan with Talinda oh, for yeah. a day Oh yeah, um, to drive race cars. Oh, very cool. Not Taipei, though. Um, so usually we ask your favorite yeah. DJ, but since you're into country music, <laughs> what is your favorite live show you've ever seen? Oh, gosh, what was it? Um, oh, well, Nelly for my birthday. Oh, he cool. He performed to my birthday. Oh, Did he? Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That was amazing. That was epic. What's the last great book you've read or listened to? Oh, last great book. Um, so many. I'm in two book clubs. So, uh, of course, I'm drawing a blank. Um, what do you? What's favorite. What's going on right now in the book club? See, we we read a lot of dark, twisted. I mean. <laughs> Like either the Holocaust or we read about um, uh, uh, Snowflower and the Secret Fan. That was a really good one. Okay. Um, talks about the you know the young Chinese girls and their feet were bound. Oh wow. Back in the day, yeah, it's disturbing. Fun and reading. No, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say it's my favorite, but I mean, there's sure. Molokai. I mean, okay. that's also about the leprosy and Hawaii, back in the day. Um, Gosh, I don't know. It's a lot of, lot of, tru lot of truth. Yeah. A lot of reality. Overcoming adversity. Okay. A lot of, I guess I, I feel inspired by that as well. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Nice. Um, so if I want to learn to paint on YouTube, what, who, 
Who should I be watching? <laughs> I was just scrolling randomly. Okay. I can't even tell you the guy's name. I actually you don't should have, like, shout him out. Like... I'm like, this is the guy that actually started it all for me. I don't even know his okay. name. And it was like, it, it was very <laughs> low budget. Sure. <laughs> and uh, those are sometimes the best. The ones. best. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of like. Uh, a janky version of like Bob Ross. Like it was like, he was like, okay. oh, you just do this, this. You know, he makes everything look simple. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was so simple. That's great. Um, what movie do you think you've seen the most in your life? Karate Kid. Okay. <laughs> did you get into Cobra Kai? I did. I loved yeah. it. I thought it was so nice. cute. Nice I, I think that was just, I think it was brilliant storytelling. Just, it's so simple, Karate Kid. And it just my shows friend, the peaks my, and valleys. My son has a friend whose dad looks just like the bad sensei. Oh, no way, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. I actually saw him at Garden of Eden back in the day. I mean, oh, really? Of course, Garden I did all the Eden. obnoxious wow. thing on a Wednesday night. Yeah. It was like, put him in a body bag, Johnny. You know, it was just like, sweep the So leg. the new series, Ket's Son, you know that, right? No. Ket's Son plays the new Karate Kid. Oh, no way. Yeah, Carmelita and Ket's Son. Oh, I did know that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Chloe used to hang out with, I don't know his name, I forgot his name, but we used to go to the wake up show and they were filming and I'd bring Chloe and they'd run around and fall down because they were like, couldn't barely walk. That's hilarious. Uh, If if I worked for you, what's something I would hear you say over and over? This is rad. How cool is this? Hell yeah. That's the first time. That's brilliant. Yeah. I love it. I'm looking forward to hearing a lot of that. What a great energy. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for Super having fun. me. Um, we'll be following Beth Bowen Art. Is that, yes. the, is that where we catch you? At Beth Bowen Art. Nice. Yes. Can't wait to see what you guys come up with next. I'm excited too. I can't either. And that was Beth Bowen on Rebel Radio. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. Uh, make sure you check out Beth Bowen's website, which is listed in the show notes, and hit up Gorilla One for all of your art, graffiti, street art, all that stuff. Anything you need, uh, Eddie got you covered, so hit it up. And most importantly, come back next week for more Rebel Radio. Peace. <laughs>